Marketing for Humans, bringing the human back into marketing. I am devoting season two to answering three questions. How are you, business owner, staying centered? How are you connecting to your business community? And how are you supporting local businesses? Becky Suchu owns Becky's Furniture by Design, where she helps you fall back in love with your furniture. A mom of two, Becky puts her industrial design background to work when she restores your furniture to a look you didn't even know was possible. Also, Becky has a truck and she knows how to use it. She wanted me to let you know that. Let's hear what Becky has to say about navigating this time period. So Becky Suchu, thanks so much for being on Marketing for Humans. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for people who don't know you, how do you help people? Um, I help clients fall in love with their furniture. Um, I bring them joy through uh, refinishing, um, you know, maybe a special piece that they have or maybe something that they found um, that they want to really turn into a showpiece for their home. So beautiful. So I'm so glad you're here today to just talk about things that we're all wrestling with, right? Um, you have a business to run, you're a mom, you're a wife, like there's just so many things to think about. And, and with this new set of circumstances, it seems particularly challenging. So um, why don't we start off with how you're staying centered these days? Yeah. So I have um, gone through the generosity practice and that has helped um, substantially with just a daily practice of keeping myself um, centered. It's, you know, first thing in the morning before I take on anything in the day. Um, So that's been a huge help. Um, The other thing is coming up with a plan um, for how I'll run my business with the current state of things um, and how I can stay in front of customers. So, um, and that has kind of changed because right now, you know, I'm not able to just go out and buy paint. So, um, so there's other ways that, you know, we can engage each other. Um, and, you know, being a mom, I have, you know, two kids, they're four and eight. So, you know, coming up with ideas on how I can engage other people's children, um, you know, through virtual sessions and, you know, try to help out, uh, you know, other parents who are struggling because it sometimes is a struggle and, um, it's hard to talk about that, but, you know, we're used to having the kids at school and daycare and, you know, having that time to ourselves. And right now we're all home all the time. So yeah, that's been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're already answering my next question, um, which is really, how are you staying connected to your business community? Like people who you've done business with in the past, potential clients, like parents, any colleagues, um, is there anything else you'd like to share about that? Yeah. So, um, the interesting thing about the situation now is, um, we're not able to get together in person, um, but there are so many opportunities to connect virtually. Um, I mean, we're doing it right now, but, um, but you know, there are um, opportunities to reach out to clients, to, you know, have, um, you know, video calls where, you know, I've had clients show me pieces of furniture with their phone and then kind of talking through, you know, the solutions that um, we could offer in cases of repairs and things like that. So, um, so that's been kind of interesting because it's very different than the way that I was running my business before. Um, I was always going in person, um, meeting with somebody, getting to know them in their home, seeing their space. Now we're kind of doing that all, um, through the phone. Uh, so that's been, you know, it's been different. I don't want to say challenging because I think that it's just been different. Uh, and are you picking up supplies by doing like a 
a drive-by? Like, how's that going? <laughs> so before, um, before the little bit stronger shelter in place, um, order went into effect or, or recommendations, um, I did a bunch of, you know, looking at who was giving stuff away for free. Cause the opportunity now with homeowners is everybody's in their home. Um, and I don't mean the opportunity for me. I mean, the opportunity for, um, you as a homeowner is to look at the space, think about it. You know, are you happy in your home by, um, the furnishings that you have by the finishes that are there? Um, do you feel calm Uh, or do you get up in the morning and you just look at everything and you're like, Oh, it's such a mess. So, um, so there's definitely, um, a difference and, you know, I'm not a, um, I'm not a home organizer. I'm not an interior designer, but, um, I do have a design background and, you know, just by changing the look of something, it can completely transform a space. Um, and you know, when you think of a dining table or something like that, that's a real presence in the room. Um, you know, that's something that can have a huge impact. Um, the last two dining tables that I refinished were unusable to the clients before we finished them. Um, the first one, it was sticky. They couldn't do their work on it. Now she's basically having to homeschool her children. And I got a message saying, thank you. We're homeschooling at the table. <laughs> so it's, it, it's been really helpful. Um, and so you know, are you other, picking up supplies? Like, are you ordering them online? Like, how's that going? Yep. So the hardware store is open. Um, my paint store, my, my go-to paint store did close our doors per the governor's orders in Massachusetts um, just until, you know, they're being allowed to reopen um, I believe that they were allowed to stay open, but they just made the executive decision that they were going to close for their employees. Um, and, you know, so, but right before that, I actually had called and ordered a bunch of paint that I'm going to use for my own projects, um, kind of the rainy day projects that I've had. So, um, you know, I have dining chairs that I'm going to refinish. There are um, a couple of nightstands, things like that, that have just been waiting. So... That's great. And, you know, while we're on this topic, um, you and I cooked up a fun project that you're going to do to help parents. And um, now's the time. Like, tell us what you got. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of us have been ordering groceries, um, Amazon shipments, things like that. Um, I know for us, having suddenly two kids home that were homeschooling, uh, they didn't have their own laptops. We were using our own computers for them for the, you know, one or two times that they needed to do some work. Um, so we ordered them laptops. They come in boxes. We ordered them mice. They come in boxes. And we just started to accumulate all of these boxes and paper bags from, you know, grocery deliveries, um, Amazon, um, grocery shopping, things like that. So um, what I would like to do is put together some virtual live events for kids um, using those materials. So starting off with paper bags, um, you know, conducting some craft sessions and, you know, short and sweet kids, four to eight years old, because that's, that's what I'm dealing with here. So, um, but you know, that's definitely an age group where, um, you know, when they're home with you all the time, you start to get overwhelmed and just having those small breaks and, you know, ways to kind of break up your day, um, planning one or two, um, activities that, you know, maybe are engaging other kids, um, it's so really me, let's let's cut right to it. What is something that you can create with a large box that maybe most people haven't considered? Like what would you do with a four-year-old and a large box? Right. So we've done a lot of spaceships. Um, and I have girls, so we've turned them into flying unicorns. Um, you know, you can cut out 
um, you know, cut some yarn if you have yarn around or string and make a tail. Um, you know, you can really kind of get crafty. Um, we've done spaceships, take a paper plate, turn it into your, you know, your steering wheel and, um, just decorate it, um, draw on it, staple to it, glue to it. Um, you know, kids can get really creative. And you Um, were saying that they stayed in there for like hours entertained. Yes. Yes. So we used to get the really, and we still do the very large Amazon monthly deliveries. Um, back when, even when we were getting diapers, everything was in one big box. Um, and this box could fit me if I wanted to sit in it. So, um, so they would get in it and they would just put a couple of pillows, a couple of dolls, and probably for two or three hours, they would just be completely entertained. Um, and if I turned the other way, you know, washable markers are great because then if it gets on a pillow, you can still throw that in the laundry and it's fine. Um, you know, you're not ruining your house. Um, and it was just a great way for them to get creative with um, something that we already had and, um, you know, make the most of it. And, you know, we could, we would actually keep the boxes for about a week to 10 days where they would come downstairs in the morning and that's what they would play in, you know, for the first. Right. And the other, the other idea I love is making a little street with buildings from the smaller boxes. Like that just sounds right. so fun. Oh yeah. I mean, we have um, play dolls, play horses and cars. Um, you know, kids love to just imagine like what can something be? Um, and you know, everyone has Legos you can build with Legos too, but just creating buildings out of cardboard boxes is so much fun because you never know what your child is going to imagine. Maybe it's a school building, maybe it's a fire station and they have police cars to play with. And they're thinking of, you know, police station and, um, they're making a little town or maybe they have construction vehicles and it's, you know, something being built. So, um, and maybe they're just taking the boxes and stacking up the boxes to make one big building. So there's just so many ways that you can think about it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of your imagination is your only limitation. So, um, so you're going to have short and sweet doable projects. And what was the name of it again? The series? It's called, I know it. If you (laughs) don't, Oh, I don't even remember what we were calling it. I know back. Yeah. Boxes and bags. Um, and (laughs) it was, it started what to do after the delivery. Yes. Or something crafts to do after the delivery. Yeah. Before so, after all. Yeah. All this stuff is like gold, right? What to do with these um, munchkins while they're at home. Why don't we talk about um, the, you know, local business side of things. And I think it's become very limited now on how to, because so many people are just closed. Like you mentioned the paint store or the hardware yeah. store. So um, are, do you have any thoughts around supporting local businesses right now? Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, local businesses that are doing um, virtual. Uh, uh, there's two options: virtual sessions for like a gym or a fitness center, um, and then there's online ordering. Um, a lot of stores are taking phone call orders and and offering delivery curbside, um, you know, to your home. So um, we have a pet, and there's a local pet store, and they did close, but they're taking orders. So not worldly you know, pets. It is worldly pets. Yes. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. So our little guinea pig, you know, depends on, he needs his hay. Um, and you know, we're not, we don't have a large house, so we didn't, you know, bulk up on our supplies. Um, so we just keep, you know, enough for a couple weeks, about a month for him. 
Um, same with the, you know, the food reserves. We have, you know, one small normal sized fridge, but for a family of four, that's all, all of a sudden home full time. There's no school lunches happening. Um, you know, putting three meals on the table every day for four people. Um, you know, we go through food pretty quickly. So, um, the local supermarket Crosby's has been wonderful. Um, you know, they have kept, uh, they have tried their best to keep up with the demand. Um, you know, having, a lot of shoppers who were ordering online who can't get orders, um, can't get order time slots. That's been our issue. Um, you know, they're booking out from today until Tuesday or Wednesday. So if you need food tomorrow, if you ran out, you know, if you're through your meat supply or your vegetables, like we go through, um, you kind of need to run out to the store. Um, so there's a lot around that. Um, the restaurants are really probably hit one of the hardest and earliest hit with this. Um, so last night we did, um, a pickup order from one of our favorite restaurants, Sea Salt. Um, you know, just in, in any way that we can to support the local businesses, cause we really want them to be there when we're ready to reopen things up. Um, yeah. and I know it's a struggle for everybody. So, um, you know, if everyone gives a little bit, um, try to help each other out, then, um, we'll all be there. Um, and then on the fitness side, uh, I did join a gym a few weeks before this all happened. And um, because my husband's in healthcare, I took the decision myself to stop attending classes a lot earlier than they stopped um, having group classes. And then at one point, um, you know, so they were emailing workouts home and I was just doing all of the home workouts. Um, at some point, the Department of Health in that town shut them down. Um, so they can no longer have anybody come into their facility and they went virtual. So now we're doing daily zoom workouts. Um, and if I'm not on the zoom call for the workout, I watch it later so I can feel like I'm part of the class. Um, and it's really, you know, kind of kept me engaged. Um, you know, I'm trying to stay really fit to be able to refinish furniture. It takes a lot of physical, um, effort. So, um, just to stay healthy and especially right now, you know, health is, it's what we're all talking about. So being able to um, take care of our bodies, take care of our minds and, um, you know, feel connected to each other, um, for mental health. So beautiful. So, um, the last thing I wanted, you know, one thing I, I shared with you yesterday, um, during our call is that I just see you as someone who seems undaunted by things, right? I just, it's very, um, gratifying to know people who just don't let, I mean, it's more like an energetic. It's not like I've, you know, watched you a lot out in the world, like specifically do things, but I just get the sense that you are ready to conquer the world. And, um, and no matter what, you're going to look at life as an opportunity. So you share with me the experience that kind of forms you to get that way. And I feel like now is a really good time for people to hear a story like that. So if you're okay sharing it, um, I would love to, share that with people? Sure. Yeah. So, um, our, um, uh, our youngest daughter uh, who's four now, she, um, was born very sick and it was a complete surprise to us. Um, she was born at just past 33 weeks. Um, but it was a situation where she was, um, having a health emergency, um, in utero and they had to take her out. So, um, so we had about three days to prepare for that happening. Um, I was admitted to MGH, put on bed rest. Um, the, the team was there every day. Um, and they told us that there was a 50, 50 chance that she would, um, 
make it past the day of her birth. So we were mentally preparing for the reality that they couldn't tell us that she was going to be okay. Um, and, you know, going through that experience, um, she ended up, she's fine now. So I'll start with that. So, we, you know, everyone knows she's okay. Um, but, you know, being there, um, having to have her stay in the NICU, um, very, very sick, having calls from the doctors at 3 a.m., um, you know, being told that you have to approve this medication, there are these risk factors, and then you ask the question, well, what if I don't approve it? Well, she's not going to make it till the morning. So that's a yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, those kinds of calls. Um, there were the really hard days where we would go to the hospital and she would either be in surgery or in a recovery and we couldn't go see her yet. Um, and you just wait and wait and wait in this room with other families who are in the same situation. And you're all kind of like in this together, but in your own little separate universe of what's happening. Um, going through that six weeks down in Boston and then two weeks up in um, Salem, just, it was like survival. Um, and you were going family. every day, of course. Yes. Yeah, so I was driving every day from, um, at the time we didn't live in Marblehead, but we lived in Lynn and I was driving every day down to Boston, um, paying to park, um, you know, seeing her. And then I would do that from, you know, seven in the morning until maybe two or three in the afternoon. And then I had to go pick up our older daughter from daycare or school. And, um, so that was an everyday for six weeks, except for one day when I got sick myself. So, um, and then when they transfer her, they actually called us. Um, we went down there and they called my husband for a verbal consent. And, you know, I signed off on the paperwork on a Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, we got the call Wednesday night not to come in because they knew that I would be there at 7am. They said, don't come in tomorrow. Um, we have a surprise for you. She's actually getting transferred up to Salem on Thanksgiving day. So that was a huge, um, weight lifted off of our shoulders because that just meant that, okay, now she's just learning to eat and learning to be a baby. And, um, you know, her recovery period of, you know, having chest tubes and surgeries and everything was kind of behind her. And she was just learning to, you know, kind of be a person at that point. Um, and we were able to hold her more and just, it really, meant a lot. So, um, so having gone through that kind of an experience where every single day you don't know if your child is going to be okay. Um, it just kind of sets you up for appreciating everything in life. Um, you know, you just appreciate having the people around you having, you know, whatever semblance of life we have left at this point. Um, you know, even though we can't, you know, go to school, we can't go to work. Uh, most of us, um, you know, we're still around, um, we're still neighbors. Um, you know, we're waving to our neighbors across the street. We're FaceTiming friends. Um, the kids are video chatting with their friends. So, um, it's just kind of changed the way that we are living. Um, but it's a temporary thing that we see, you know, coming out of and, you know, whether it's two weeks, three weeks, however long, um, you know, the hard part is knowing the losses that we're going to have to deal with in that time. So, um, so that's, you know, the unknown right now, but, um, that's where, you know, having generosity practice and having, you know, those other kind of outlets to center yourself and, um, kind of stay in a good place through this, uh, really help. Yeah. She's not there. Is she, is it easy for you to go grab her? I can. Yeah. Let's okay. hold on one we'll second. Just hang out. She's sorry. 
she's on her way up. <laughs> just here. Can you come say hi? A very little visitor. I have a friend. Her name is Miss Christina. Would you like to say hi? Yeah. And we're doing a special show. We'd love to see you. We're doing a show. You want to come with Sophia? We're doing a show. Do you want to come with Sophia? No. <laughs> she is her own person. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you want me to take you for a walk? I mean, if you're game, sure. Let's do it. All right. Going on a tour. Uh, going on a tour. Show us some of your furniture. <laughs> that I can do. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, you need to watch the video on YouTube <laughs> for this. Yes. So the, actually, this is our bed that I did. Um, oh, it was gosh. brown. Stunning. It used yeah. to be dark brown and depressing. It was dark brown. It wasn't depressing. It was just very dark in a not dark house. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to show you the girls' room. This is a first for Marketing for Humans, by the way, getting the tour. I love it. Don't um, mind the mess. This is reality of having kids home for <laughs> how long they're home. So I redid both of these. Um, the little one my daughters helped with. But um, that was my daughter's crib sheet that we put in. And then this is her um, dresser that she picked out. Beautiful. I love that color. <laughs> All right. We're just taking a little tour. And that's the princess dresser. <laughs> taking a tour. She's Not being very shy right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> but she's sitting at the dining table which also was refinished <laughs> it's beautiful yeah can you just wave yeah <laughs> it's okay we see you thank you <laughs> sure it's great to see her and her yeah. name is natalie her name is natalie yeah natalie. that's wonderful all right. Well, um, I really appreciate your, you know, taking the time today. You know, I know you're at home with kids dealing with, you know, everyday life and feeding them alone seems like a huge project. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for sharing all your perspectives. And um, I really hope that if, you know, if one person listens to this and gets inspired, then you and I have done our job. And I appreciate exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe and stay healthy, everyone. And there you have it. More ways to stay sane and connected. Please pass this podcast on to a friend or colleague who might be struggling right now. We could all use some good ideas about how to do our daily lives. Keep an eye out for more episodes since I'm talking to whomever I can get my hands on. So a little bit about my work. If you want to tap into your own marketing superpower, and yes, you have one, take the Innate Marketing Genius Assessment at www.innatemarketinggenius.com. You'll discover how to best make an impact on your audience, and you might be surprised by your type. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give it a good rating and a review. It helps people find it. I appreciate your listening to this episode, and until next time on Marketing for Humans.